Welcome to the Underrepresented in Tech podcast, hosted by Michelle Frechette and Ali Nimmons. Underrepresented in Tech is a free database built with the goal of helping people find new opportunities in WordPress and tech overall. Hi, Ali. Hi, Michelle. Do you believe so, it's the 50th time we've done that? <laughs> I know. It's crazy, right? So this is our 50th episode. We've accomplished everything there is to accomplish. There's no such thing as underrepresentation anymore. Everybody has an equal place at the table. Our mission is accomplished. Yeah, we solved racism. We solved sexism. We solved able, like we've just we've done it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Oh, no, I forgot. This is an April Fool's Day. <laughs> I wish, though, that that were the case. I wish that the two of us could wave our magic wands and have our voices go out over the podcast and that people's lives would be changed in such a way that they would better appreciate underrepresented folks and, you know, do all the things that we always talk about. But since that's not the case, we are not done now that we have 50 episodes. Next week, we will have a 51st episode. So Mm -hmm. we will continue on. Exactly. But yeah, in this episode, we definitely wanted to like, look back on the last 50 episodes and kind of talk about, um, you know, how what an experience like I'm so just tickled that we've gotten to 50 episodes like I like I'm so proud of us like we've 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 really stuck with it and it feels really good to like to reach this milestone and it feels like we have such a like a system now and like it's so comfortable that we're gonna get to 100 and 500 like we can just keep going right there's so much That's to talk right. about um absolutely but yeah I thought we could start with I asked a couple people on Twitter um you know what they've learned and like what their favorite episode is and like I wanted to hear how other people felt about the the podcast um mm-hmm. so to start with that uh our friend John Locke of Lockdown SEO um he actually which which is really amazing if you go to his Twitter which is a uh, lockdown underscore lock spelled l-o-k l-o-c-k-e right um he actually has on his profile from over a year ago he's had this pinned for over a year our second episode um he pinned it to his twitter and he's left it there and i don't even remember what that what the topic of that one was it's just (laughs) called episode two that was before i was i was really naming them properly um but i mean in his tweet he says don't come with preconceptions but listen to what two members of the tech community have to say i'm like it's just it's so cool that it resonated with him so much that he's kept it pinned on his page for that long. Um, I love it. He says in his tweet, a lot of people want to believe in meritocracy, but few are in a position of privilege, few in a position of privilege want to examine their inherent advantages. There's no substitute to listening to an underrepresented person and their experiences. And that likes, that sums up so much of what we want to do on this show, right? Is like, we're just asking people Mm -hmm. to listen. Like we're not asking people to do anything else than just take, 23 minutes while you're working out, taking a walk, washing your dishes, whatever, and just listen to us and maybe, maybe learn something, you know? Absolutely. Yep. And, and then if you do learn something, maybe apply it. Yeah. That's the next big thing, right? Is (laughs) apply it to your life after that. Um, So, so what did he say? um, When you asked him? 
Yeah. So what I just read is one of the, he, he made two tweets um, in oh, response gotcha, to my okay. question. So what I had just read was one of the things he said. And then after that, he okay. said the tech space in general, but also the WordPress community specifically can do a better job of having representation of everyone. It currently skews very white with hiring, hero adulation, et cetera. When people see themselves represented, they know that those goals are attainable. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. If people, if, if, if everyone who listened would come away feeling that I would, cons- I would definitely consider it a success. I, f- I feel like he's a really good ally mm-hmm. and I can speak for my underrepresentation and how he has been an ally for me. Um, for sure. Of course. Yeah, but definitely good guy. So we also heard from Topher DeRosia. Mm-hmm. Um, of Hero Press fame. Of Hero Press. And he shared the episode, it's episode 46, which is titled Allies versus White Saviors. That was a fairly recent episode where we talked about, yeah, the difference between providing allyship to underrepresented people and um, it unnecessarily inserting yourself into situations and so on. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, what did he say about that one? He actually didn't get back to me yet but he did say that, that was the that was the one that was his favorite that was the one that like really resonated with him mm-hmm. um and I believe he said yeah uh teaches some things that I didn't know and affirming some things that I did know which I think is a really good nice. balance as well yeah that, absolutely um and I guess that was a really good episode because our friend Jonathan Bossinger also said that that was one of his favorites um he said it definitely spoke to me on a personal level mm-hmm so yeah, yeah, we're super grateful for those kinds of feedback and like we yeah, we appreciate like it's an interesting thing with podcasts. Like I'll read in a minute some numbers about how many listeners we have, but mm-hmm. um you know, with podcasting, I mean with a lot of online uh content, you put something out there and you don't really know if people are really listening or if they're getting anything mm-hmm. from it unless they reply and, and share how they feel so you know every week we kind of take this risk of like right we're going to post this and maybe no one will listen maybe a ton of people will listen we don't know so it's always really nice to hear back from people about what that episode um meant to them and what they took away from it so on absolutely and sometimes and we know that sometimes we're controversial and Mm -hmm. we're like and what really creates controversy in this area is that we are causing you to feel a certain way, right? There's no controversy Mm -hmm. if you don't feel something. And sometimes that feeling is being uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And and because of the things that we challenge in your own way of thinking. And we're we're okay with that. Yeah, I like being (laughs) controversial. Do you have a favorite episode or do you have like a favorite moment or is is there something in particular that you've taken away from the last 50 episodes that you feel is really like something you would frame and, and, you know, put on the wall if you could? So I will say that one of my favorite episodes was the one where I talked about um, the person who had posted about not saying he mm-hmm. in documentation, right? So the person who had posted in the Adoram group mm-hmm. on Facebook, that if people were so offended by the use of the word he, that they should pluck out their own eyes. And like this, I don't know if you recall, this guy went I on do. a huge tirade. This weird, violent rant that just was so ridiculous and unwarranted. Yeah. 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 And uh, I guess, I don't know, maybe because it just riled me up so much. 
to read it and I got involved in the conversation that our conversation around that around that um, incident on that episode mm-hmm. um I don't know it just it like revived something in me and like not that I'm not always thinking about you know underrepresentation and making sure that we bring other people into the conversations and things like that but that one just was like boom right there in my face right yeah. so yeah so that one and then the one on mansplaining because this happens all the time yeah Yeah, those are two really good ones. Definitely stay with me as well. What's funny Mm -hmm. is I have some numbers up in front of me and that episode you were talking about with the the Facebook group comment and the plucking out the eyes, that was episode Mm -hmm. 42. um, And that is our second most popular episode of all time with 40, uh, 97 listens. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. 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 That one's that one's and I think I think also the way I titled it might have been a little uh not necessarily clickbait, but it's because it's called examining hateful comments in a WordPress Facebook group. And I think that's a little spicy. People are probably like, oh, what? What happened? What was it? Like what I missed? (laughs) Like, what's the tea? You know? Um exactly. So I think I'm proud of myself for titling that one to get grab people's attention, maybe more than others. Um I was looking this morning at, you know, our episodes and the list and reflecting on each one of them. And I really did. Like I reflected on each and every one. I reflected on every guest that we've had. Like we've had amazing guests. We've had Josepha oh, Hayden. Ch- Ch- Homs- oh my gosh. Josepha Hayden. Sean Fossey. Sean Fossey. Uh, we've had Andrea Middleton. Like we've had all kinds of amazing people. Um, mm-hmm. And I really could not pick one. And I think my, what I love the most is that we have a library of content now, right? We have such a rich collection of content um, that addresses all of these issues to where, you know, there have been times where I've been having a conversation with someone and I can say, we actually talk about this in our podcast and I can send them a link to that episode. Um, And I think that once you have a body of work like that, it, it kind of takes on a life of its own as a resource. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like diversity and inclusion and those kinds of conversations are always sort of kind of like the secondary thing or like, you know, if you go to a conference, it's like, oh, there's a, there's a diversity, to all the other things about all the other things. And then like, oh, there's a cute little diversity talk. And it's just sort of like a little extra thing, right? Like an afterthought, I think is the word I'm, I'm thinking of. And mm-hmm. so for this to be what we're talking about so consistent, so consistently, so regularly. I mean, we average three episodes a month. Like we take breaks every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. But for it to be such a consistent conversation in our community, um, I think that as a whole is what I'm most proud of um, is that we've been able to, and we've been supported by the mm-hmm. community in such a way that we can continue to yeah. release an episode every single week. We have people that are ready and willing and eager to be guests on our show. And like, I think that to me is the most gratifying part of having 250 episodes in the can, you know? I I would add to that, that the companies that sponsor us Mm -hmm. are not just little fly-by-night companies either. They're companies that really want to see change in the community, which makes me happy too. And that, you know, we can't speak publicly about what companies contact us for us to do, um, work with them, diversity trainings and, you know, website review and those kinds of things, Mm -hmm. but that companies have hired us to do better and to review their recruiting 
um, online recruiting so that they can do better in recruiting as well. And so those conversations we have with those companies, it's just that pumps me up more than anything. It's like, yes, we're having conversations and people are valuing the conversations, but to see people take it the next step and actually do better in our community, like that's what really gets me jazzed. Yeah. Like we'll talk a little bit later about, um, you know, the, the WordCamp US sponsorship kind of yeah. program that was just launched. And I was looking at that. And while I can't take any credit for that happening, like there are people who have been working behind the scenes for ages to make that happen. Um, mm-hmm. That was not like, I was just as surprised as everyone else this morning to come on Twitter and see that. Like, that's so amazing. Yeah, I I will be uh, maybe controversial. I don't know. And take a little bit of a distant credit for like the two of us for being so loud about these issues and being so consistently open about these issues and saying controversial things and pushing people and, you know, having these conversations and bringing other companies into it. And I do kind of feel like if it wasn't for us and this brand and this tool and this podcast and all of the allies who have, you know, been educated by us and felt empowered by the things that we do, I like to think that we had a little bit of at least, a, you know, a drop in the bucket as far as making something like this happen. Right. Like mm-hmm. when I first really joined this community in 2019, I don't think that something like this would have come about. Right. And yeah, I'm I'm gonna be a little bit uh maybe big headed and and say I I feel like I've had a place with this brand and with you of creating an environment like where some where people will support an idea like this WordCamp US speaker sponsorship thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um I don't think I'm too out of line to say that. Um, no, absolutely not. But yeah, I'm I'm really proud of the work that we've done since starting this brand and that we can continue to do on a regular basis through this podcast. Um, mm-hmm. And that that's kind of what reaching episode 50 has made me think about is just like how proud, how proud I am of us. We're pretty awesome. <laughs> we are actually, we do some pretty good work. Um, I did kind of want to look as well at... Um, just a couple of numbers that I thought were interesting. Um, Let's see, from all time listeners filtered by this podcast. So since we've launched the podcast, our first episode was June 24th, at least the first one that we launched with Castos, like as a podcast, uh, rather than the vlog that we had started. Um, We have had 1,660 listeners. Sweet. Or listens, I should say. I don't think it considers individual people, but 1,660 times somebody has clicked on our podcast and said, I want to listen to this. Isn't that wild? That's, that's amazing. I'm really happy to hear that. Right. That is. Yeah. That's the coolest thing ever to me. Like that makes me feel so, so good. Like I love Mm -hmm. that. That makes me so happy. Like, cause it was, I I remember like this morning going to pull up that number and being like, Oh my God, what if it's like, what if we only had like one listen per episode and that was like <laughs> you or me, you know? Um, but that's a pretty big, let me do some, wait, divided by 50. Ellie's doing math. <laughs> live math. So that's 33 lists, an average of 33.2 listens per episode. That's pretty awesome. That's amazing. Like, yeah. like I just think of like, I'm sure, you know, there's, there's thousands of podcasts that do way bigger numbers than that, but like, 
If sure. 33 people came in this room that I'm sitting in right now and were like, I want to hear what you have to say, I would be so overwhelmed and like terrified. Exactly. So yeah. That's, that's pretty awesome. That is definitely something for us to be proud of. Um, and I am. Absolutely. I am too. Um, and our top episode, that was also something I was really curious about, like what's our most popular yeah. episode? And our most popular episode was episode 19, which was college versus open source. And we oh. were debating... Um, or I think we were kind of of the same mind. So we weren't really debating, but we were discussing something that had been brought up elsewhere in the community, this kind of idea that you don't need college. All you have to do is contribute to open source and that Mm -hmm. should be enough. Um, And yeah, that was a really hot topic in the community that day or that week. And so we decided to talk about it and we have 227 listens on that, on that episode. Um, well, see, then, the takeaway from this is we need more clickbaity titles for we all need of more our titles. <laughs> and there's a there's a pretty big what's interesting to me with that is so that one has 227 listens the next most popular the hateful comments in the facebook group has 97 so that's a pretty big gap between yeah. first and second place um because the mm-hmm. next most popular has 80 the next most popular has like 64 so that episode i don't know who retweeted yeah. that or who shared that or what but it got it, it a lot of lessons it got a lot of lessons um so what's, if you listen number three i want to know what three. number three is yeah yeah um college uh making space in the wordpress world hmm. i don't really remember what that one was exactly about that's a <laughs> that's kind of a vague title yeah it is <laughs> what the heck what was i thinking that day Where i don't it? know making space <laughs> in the wordpress world huh Oh, I didn't put it in the title because I I don't know what I was on that day, but that is our episode with Josepha. I wondered if it was, but it, it wasn't distinct enough for me to remember for sure. Yeah, I didn't name it very well because I mean, we in that episode, we talked about a lot of different things. I think we had a very broad conversation. So yeah, mm-hmm. sometimes with these episodes, I have a hard time naming them because I'm like, I touched on so many things. But yeah, that was our episode um with Josepha that was episode 35 that was posted in December of last year um nice yeah that was that was a really great conversation um so yeah if you're listening and you remember these episodes or you missed any of these like please go back and listen um Mm -hmm. and let us know what you think or if you think like oh no like this was the best episode like let us know which episode was your favorite like I'm really curious like what which topics people are most interested in because sometimes we talk about time relevant things like topical things and sometimes we just talk about a a general topic Mm -hmm. um and it seems like surprise surprise the topical bits are more popular so maybe we should try a little more to (laughs) focus on like current events wordpress current events that's a good point sometimes wordpress current events are just boring and nothing exciting is happening how many times have we gotten on this the same zoom and we're like hmm what are we going to talk about today? I don't know. Nothing's really going on. (laughs) (laughs) No, absolutely. Yeah. That's pretty cool though. Yeah. It's a really interesting look at like what people are, are reacting to. Um, Mm -hmm. 
pretty cool. And we've definitely perfected our craft as we go, right? So like the conversation parts always flows, but I have to give mad props to you because you are the one who is putting every episode together. So you're adding the bumpers, you're adding the mid-roll, things like that. And, uh, you know, the the dulcet tones of Ellie's voice <laughs> that introduce every episode oh, um, and, and introduce our sponsors. And, you know, talk about mad props. It's it's easy to sponsor something that's not controversial, right? So it's very easy to sponsor something that doesn't have a lot of like, ooh, what if they swear? Or ooh, what if they say something that's, you know, that most people don't agree with or whatever. But the companies that have come forward to sponsor this podcast mm-hmm. throw caution to the wind because they believe in the things that we talk about. They may or may not believe in every single thing we say, right? Mm-hmm. Let's put that out there. Just because they sponsor us doesn't mean that they, you know, endorse every word that comes out of our mouth. Right. But overall, they are supportive of more representation of underrepresented people in WordPress and in technology. Right. And for that, you know, hats off to every single one of them. Yeah, I'm trying to right now to find like, yeah, I'd like to, like I want to do a quick shout out of the companies that have sponsored the podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. We definitely got donations and, and help from lots of different companies um, over yeah. the past year or so. But um I mean, Yikes Inc. was our very first podcast yep. sponsor. Bet Hannon, GoWP, Lockdown SEO, Saturday Drive, Stellar WP, Human Made, and Master WP. Um, I really hope I'm not forgetting anybody, but those are the Learn, ones that Learn I have. Dash. Learn, Learn Dash. Learn Dash is our most recent. Yeah. Learn Dash. I think I I I I put them under the Stellar WP thing, but you're yep. completely correct. Learn Dash individually as well. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, we, yeah. Mm-hmm. we yeah. have so many people who have, yeah, really put their money where their, their mouth is and, mm-hmm. and supported us. Um, oh, post status as well. Post status has recently, uh, sponsored mm-hmm. us to help with transcripts, which speaking of transcripts, yes. um, I've said this every week for the past like three months, it is my goal next week, right? The week of April 25th fourth or 25th for us to launch our brand new website redesign that I've been working on for a super long time. Um, It looks fantastic. I'm so excited. I'm really hoping to launch it next week and it will have all the transcripts for the podcast. Um, And we definitely have, we have Katie Richards and Jonathan Bossinger to help, to thank for helping us with um, they helped us take care of the backlog. Um, Mm -hmm. So they went through and they transcribed I mean, they used an automated thing, but they really helped to make sure that those transcripts yeah. were beautiful and legible and formatted well. Um, and so you'll see their work on the podcast as well. And then Post Status has agreed to sponsor us for our transcripts in the future moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Once and let's this- not forget mm-hmm. Yoast. Yoast. Yoast sponsoring you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to Taco and the team at Yoast for agreeing to sponsor me. Mm-hmm. Um because yeah, I've been working on this website redesign for a long time and I could really only do like a couple hours a month on it really. Um, And since that sponsorship, I've been able to like absolutely accelerate that. Um, And even after we launch it, there's things we're going to be adding to it and so on. And yeah, that Mm -hmm. is definitely hugely thanks to Yoast being able to support me um, so that I can actually dedicate the time to doing that and not burn myself out, which is very, very important. So thank you. Yes. Um, 
And yeah, thank you yeah. to the people who are listening. I just, I'm just like overwhelmed with gratitude. Um, Cause how many times in your life do you like have a, what you think is a good idea and you start trying to do it and you're just like, Oh, okay, well, this was cool, but yeah. I'm going to give up or I'm going to put it aside for now or whatever. And mm-hmm. at no point in this process, have I felt like, um, like we can't keep going. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And we have over a hundred people in the database. Let's not even forget about that. Right. Yeah. So connected to our podcast is our website underrepresentedintech.com, mm-hmm. which is a huge database of underrepresented folks who are interested in working with you, whether that's as a, at a job, whether that's as a speaker, a podcast guest, a guest um, blogger, mm-hmm. uh, there's a million different ways that you might want to incorporate other people into your team. Yeah. And it's free for underrepresented folks to join the database. Mm-hmm. And it's free for you to search the database mm-hmm. for people to join whatever project it is that you're working on. Yeah. And we have over hundred, I don't know how many exactly. I don't know if you're we in the We have site. 129 people in the database right now. 129 people in the database. That's that's nothing to sneeze at. Not at uh, all. That's pretty exciting. And they're pretty amazing people too. I mean, like if you look down that list of people, it's like, wow, that's Very some accomplished incredibly folks. accomplished and qualified people in that yeah. database. So um, if you are looking for somebody, please visit the database. The best impact that we can have, there's two things, there's two ways that underrepresented in tech, the podcast and the website can, can make us the happiest with our impact. One is that we change behaviors in technology. Mm-hmm. Two is that more people who are underrepresented folks get opportunities mm-hmm. in technology and our podcast and our website are there to accomplish both of those things and make it easy for you. Yeah, exactly. I think we've done a pretty good job and I'm really excited yeah. for, you know, in this kind of second half of the year for all of the other things that we have planned to do to support those goals, you know, cause the yeah. goals are really about, like you said, supporting the people in that database, making sure that they mm-hmm. find success and that they find opportunities. I mean, that's why, you know, so if you, if you haven't heard, uh, if you've been under a rock today, it was announced that, how do you phrase it exactly? Basically WordCamp US has set up a form that companies can use to say, I would like to sponsor the travel and the lodging of an underrepresented speaker at WordCamp US so that they can attend. So companies can add themselves to this list and then speakers can reach out, which another controversial opinion, and I'm sure there's a good reason for this. I'd want to know what it is. Why is it not the other way around? Like, why is it that the speaker has to do the outreach to the company rather than speakers adding themselves to the form? And then the company saying, hey, you person, I want to sponsor you. And then I don't know. There's probably a good reason, but I was, I was, when I opened it up to look at it, I was kind of like, oh, that wasn't really what I was expecting. I thought it was going to be kind Mm -hmm. of more like an underrepresented in tech thing, like how we've done it, um, where the impetus is the action is on the company to connect rather than the person. I'm sure there's a good reason. I'm not, I'm not trying to diminish what's going on at all because it's an amazing opportunity. Um, Well, first the, the, the speakers haven't even been announced yet. So right. this is giving companies an opportunity to not cherry pick speakers, right? So let's say there's five underrepresented folks who qualify for this 
and one of them is really well known and the mm. others aren't necessarily as well known now you can't be like oh everybody wants to sponsor Allie but nobody wants to sponsor Michelle you know yeah. that kind of thing so and the, the other thing it does is it gives um you know that blind opportunity there mm. I think the other thing it does is it doesn't put any more unnecessary burden on the underrepresented person to have to, I mean, yes, they, they definitely, there's a connection point, right? That's what it is. It's a connection point, mm-hmm. but it's, it's not having to put yourself out there to be picked. Mm. And I think that there's a lot of um, anxiety mm-hmm. in putting yourself out there to be picked. Now our database is different, right? Because it's just, it's opportunities and different people. This is very specific. Mm-hmm. Like what if nobody picks me? Yeah. So it, it, I think it re- removes some of those barriers. It totally this is my does. guess. I wasn't yeah. part of the process. I don't know, but that's my guess. Yeah, for sure. That makes sense. I think that there's two things that come to mind. Because I'm, I'm thinking about this for the first time today. Like I haven't really put a lot of thought into this. I was just like, oh, yeah. this is so cool. Um, yeah. I wonder maybe, and I'm sure that... Um, I'm going to phrase this as maybe for future iterations of this happening, because hopefully this is not the first, this is not the only WordCamp US that this will happen. Hopefully it'll happen next year. Mm-hmm. I wonder yep. if it, it, if it would be a stronger idea to just automatically match the people. So like Yoast has said, I want to sponsor one person. This person has been accepted to speak. They, they get matched, right? So there's no picking involved at all. Mm-hmm. They just, mm-hmm. th- what what's facilitated by this, site the system by WordCamp US is matching the person with the company mm-hmm. for the sponsorship. That yeah. might be an idea. Um, the other thing that comes to mind is if I'm, I didn't apply to speak at WordCamp US because I'm on the organizing team, um, right. as are you. So, right. but if I were to apply to speak as an underrepresented person, or if I were to, to think about this and I would see this sponsorship availability I would think, well, okay, if I apply to speak, <laughs> nobody is listening can watch your eyes like <laughs> processing. It's like, yeah, dead air. I, it's not dead air. She's really thinking. Folks. Yeah, I'll, I'll, edit, I'll probably edit that long ass pause out of here because I just went to the moon. Like, I couldn't figure out what it was I was trying to say. Like, if I'm thinking about applying to speak, I'm basically kind of like making a gamble to say, well, like I'll apply. And then if I get accepted, I then have to find a company to sponsor me. There very well might be a case where we have 12 speakers accepted to speak who are underrepresented and five companies. So then Mm -hmm. I'm basically kind of putting myself in this position where it's like, okay, well, I might get accepted. But then I still might not get that sponsorship. And that also, I also feel like that creates, might create a logistical problem for the WordCamp US uh, programming team of like, okay, well, we accepted this person because they applied on the hope that they would get a sponsorship and then they Mm -hmm. didn't. So now we have, they have, they can't speak. And so we have to pick somebody else. And like, I'm just, the point of all yeah. of this rambling right now is I'm really interested to see how the logistics of this is going to work out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm really One hoping thing- that it will, it will work out and that any kinks mm-hmm. will get massaged mm-hmm. out and perfected in future iterations. I'm going to shut up now. <laughs> okay. 
one one thing that I notice is that there's no place on the form that you fill out of your, you know, that you're interested in doing that. There's no place on that form to say this is what my budget is. So a small company like I might think of just as my own personal podcast or you know my side gig or something. Oh, I wonder if I could afford this. You know, but if it's somebody coming from Boston to San Diego, that's going to be a different flight than somebody coming from Texas to San Diego. Yeah. Um, you know, it's going to be different costs and I don't know what the cost of the hotel is and all that kind of stuff. Totally so right. as a small business, I'm not going to sign up because I can't commit myself to a huge expense, but I could maybe say, I'd love to give $500 to help somebody Yeah. Um, speak there. So that's a really- I don't know. I didn't even think about the variation and also what, what that also makes me think of is like, okay, I'm, and I'm just throwing out companies. I'm not trying to throw any shade. Say Yoast is like, okay, I'm going to sponsor person a, and they decide I'm going to fly them on this great airline. I'm going to get them a great seat. I'm going to check their bags. I'm going to put them up at the four seasons, like, you know, make it really great. Mm -hmm. And then another company, maybe it's all that it can afford is going to be like, all right, you're going to, you're going to be on, Spirit Airlines in the cargo space, you're going to have one night at a holiday in like, because maybe that's all they can afford. Right. Like what's what's going to be, I'll throw in a trip to Taco Bell. (laughs) Yeah. Like, is there, is, is there a standardized level of kind of expectation? Like, so for example, I know that, um, for WordCamp US, typically there's like a, like a hotel block, right. That we get with rooms. And so Mm -hmm. people can buy Mm -hmm. out of that. Is this part of that block where it's like, okay, you agree as the company to buy out of this so that everyone equity, right? Everyone right. gets the same experience and you right. don't kind of end up with a company that's cutting corners or something. Like I, I, I feel like there's a lot of questions that we don't have answers to. Um, but, you know, in their defense, they're trying to do something really good. Right. And there's a lot of things they will learn through the first mm-hmm. process. There's a lot of things everybody learns for the first time yeah. through something. And right? I'm not, like the first time you ever put on a WordCamp, you're mm-hmm. like, oh, how hard could it be? Then you're like, oh, my God, that was yeah. so much work. Right. But what's so great so is that it's learn. happening despite I'm sure this, these conversations have happened. I'm sure these questions, at least some of them have been raised already. And what makes me happy is that this is happening despite maybe some of that uncertainty well like how is this going to go how can we maintain control over this and make sure people have a good experience um yeah and that's why i say like i really hope that it works out this year and people are happy with the whatever the system is going to look like Mm -hmm. but also that we have the opportunity for it to be improved next year as opposed Mm -hmm. to people being like oh well you know, maybe some people had a bad experience or it was confusing last year. So we're not going to do this again. Like Mm -hmm. the best case scenario is that it continues to be like a refined process over time. Like somebody I saw in the replies of the original tweet was like, is there a general fund I can get? Like, say I only have 200 bucks. Like, can I just give into this general fund and it gets distributed? And I, I mean, personally, I kind of think that's almost a better idea because then you could say, okay, we have 12 underrepresented people who got accepted to speak. We now have a pool of $10,000. We're going to divide that money equally and offer that chunk to that person. If that's enough for them to cover their costs or help with their costs, they can choose to accept it or they can pass Mm -hmm. and say, you know, that's not enough for me and give it to the next person. Like, but I think 
I mean, that's logistically very difficult because you have to have some kind of unified funding area and somebody in charge of a huge chunk of money. And I can understand why that would also be very complicated. Yeah. It's not our job to solve the issue right now. No, but I just, I just think it's (laughs) such an interesting, it's, it's so fun to see stuff like this happening for the very first time. You know, Mm -hmm. there are going to be people who come into the community years from now, and this will be an established thing and they won't know a time when this wasn't a thing. And so I just, I'm really tickled to like, see, see the changes in the community for the better things like this Mm -hmm. that come about because people, and I will say her name, Winstina Hughes is one of the main people who spearheaded this and fought for this. And she deserves Mm -hmm. so much credit. Um, It's so just cool and fun to watch stuff like this happening. Um, It makes me really happy. Me too. Yeah. And the fact that it came on the day of our 50th episode, I'm just like, oh, all the feels. Please just punch. All the, so all cool. the feels. Mm. All righty. Well, whoever you are listening, dear dear listener, dear listener. we hope that you'll stay with us uh, for future episodes. And mm-hmm. uh, here's to the next 50 and beyond. Mm-hmm. Um, a few years back, I took a trip out to the Adirondacks. And I'm afraid of heights. But my then husband and I went to the the base of Whiteface Mountain, and there's a gondola that will take you up, like a ski kind of gondola, but you know, the enclosed one, take you up the mountain. And even though I'm afraid of heights, I looked at it and I thought, well, it doesn't look that tall. It doesn't look that high. I think I can suck it up for the whatever five minutes it takes to get up there. Mm -hmm. So we get on the gondola and we're heading up. And the point that I thought was the top of the mountain was just where it leveled off. And then there was like seven times more of that much space that I had to go up to the very top of the mountain. And that's how I feel about our 50th episode. It feels like a huge accomplishment, but we know there's more work to do. We haven't hit the the top of the mountain yet. So stick with us while we aim for the top of the mountain and we keep doing the work we do. Yeah, that's a really good story. I like that a lot. (laughs) Um, Yeah, we'll we'll one day look back on this and be like, oh, 50 episodes was nothing. Like, look at us hitting (laughs) a thousand or something. (laughs) Exactly. Very well, good. thank you, Michelle, so much for being my my partner through all of this. And like, I thank literally you, there's for no the one I would rather do this with than you. Likewise, likewise, <laughs> absolutely. Glad we're in it together for sure. All right, we'll see you in the next episode, everybody. Bye, bye. This episode was sponsored by the following companies: WP Wallet. WP Wallet is a free, simple, intelligent tool that helps WordPress professionals effortlessly manage all of their license keys and invoices for all sites and clients. Never forget a renewal, lose a license key, or miss out on a reimbursement again. Join WP Wallet for free today. LearnDash. LearnDash is taking cutting edge e-learning methodology and infusing it into WordPress. More than just a plugin, LearnDash is trusted to power the learning programs for major universities, small to mid-sized companies, startups, entrepreneurs, and bloggers worldwide. Design TLC Design TLC provides websites for schools, camps, enrichment programs, and nonprofits, custom-made with tender, loving care. If you're interested in sponsoring an episode, using our database, or just want to say hi, go to underrepresentedintech.com. See you next week.